This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Portions of this program are pre-recorded. This is the Joe Pag Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Hi, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. There's a lot going on. There's a lot to get to. Lots to talk about. Yo, Carrie, uh, can you help me out with this? Because I'm, I'm trying to send over that CNN Plus. I can't figure it out. Uh, sorry, no can do on that one. What do you mean? Boss. What do you mean yeah. on that? Uh, oh, have you got a story on the list? Let's, let's, do, let's oh. do that off the top, if you don't okay. mind. Let's do that off the top. Yeah, let's do that. Um, yeah, CNN Plus is no longer. Uh, well, soon it'll be no longer. It's, it's shutting down. You still got nine good days. If, so if, you, if you're <laughs> one of the 10,000 that subscribed, you've got nine solid days to go and enjoy you some CNN Plus. We'll talk about that. We've got three big interviews today. Adam Carolla on the program. Bottom of this hour will be part one. Part two will be tomorrow. Laura Logan, part three. And then we'll have campus reform as well. We've got a lot going on, lots coming your way. I'm glad that you chose to, to tune in on a Thursday. I'm feeling all right. Uh-huh. Say what? Seems I got to have a change of scene. That is Carrie Lockie. Every night Polo get it done. Strange Sam in the house, I think. There she is. By the way, could have Thursday, almost Friday, of the weekend's almost here. Left here on my own. Oh, I'll be honest so with you, I've got a sore throat today. I've had it since last night. So um, we're still going to sing, though, Carrie. We're still going to do that. I just talked to my doctor. He said, yes, please, please sing. Here we go. Took the key. You're feeling all right. Uh-huh. I'm not feeling too good myself. You know, I sound better with a sore throat. It's weird. Yes, sir. You're feeling all right. Uh-huh. I'm not feeling too good myself. My, my throat hurts so much that he did a parody today, too. That's <laughs> how so stupid I am. Okay. How so stupid I am. That's great. Uh, well, it's been a while since I've done one, and I don't want to be a big baby about it. Yeah, this had this bad headache too. Now listen, I still have my, my sense of taste and smell, so I think that it's not COVID. Stop. It's not COVID. <laughs> you just have this sore throat. It's sort of the change of weather, to be honest with you. Mm, um, so. We went to North Carolina for Easter. And um, like during the day, it, some days it was 73 and sunny, and then overnight it's 36. Mm. Well, that's that's you know, that's weird. And then that's now it's nice, rainy actually. here back at home. And, uh, you know, the flying around and who got the plane canceled. And I'm not somebody who gets sick. In fact, I think I was telling Gabby like three days ago, I don't get sick. Mm-hmm. And here I am. It's like I jinxed myself. You so did. the voice sounds good. I agree with you. Mm-hmm. I look great. I could not agree more. I really and, didn't um, say that part. But I feel like crap. Oh, so are we going to hear about this in three hours or are we going to do this? I'm show? sorry. What was that? What was that? <laughs> I have to have tomorrow off for some reason. 
You do, and Are you going to give me crap, really? I have a legitimate excuse on that one now. I really So do. first time ever? First time you've ever had a legitimate excuse? <laughs> not, not the first time You've only ever. said that one time ever. <laughs> the rest were illegitimate? Is that it's what you're saying? Dealing with my child. So, yes. I talked to your child. He's like, I, I got nothing going on with mom. Really? What, what child about? did you talk to? Which one? Both of them. Mm-hmm. Just both of them individually. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. You did. Yeah. Well. It, that, oh, come on. Give me a Like, I didn't talk to Luke. Come on. <laughs> it's not about Luke. Yeah, well, the, the, the other one. Then. <laughs> the other one. <laughs> it's the other one. Do you it's know Jake. his name? Oh, okay. Yes, of course. Okay. Come on, do I know okay. his name? Okay. Name my five kids. Go ahead, go. Uh, CJ, Sam, Gabby, Gia, Mesa. Oh, whatever. You wrote, wrote it down somewhere. Whatever, Peter. <laughs> I did not write it down. I did not. Well, after after like 17 years, we should know each other's kids' names, <laughs> shouldn't we? Yeah, but you, said, right. you said the other one. I thought, oh, he forgot. But No, no, no. I totally know. Um, okay. uh, all right. So uh, whatever the quote-unquote legitimate reason is, don't give me a hard time. I've already whined about me being sick. And we're already like antibacterial, know. you know, is near us. So we're fine. Um, but I did do a parody for the people because it's been a while. Mm-hmm. And, and I got to tell you, I'm not so sure how I feel about this one. Really? Well, let me find my picture first. Mm. The be- yeah, find your picture find that, that picture? I sent you. <laughs> the picture focus. of John Bond stupid. <laughs> and uh, you can you can look at that. So, um, yeah, I mean, we have to, let's do the CNN Plus story first. Oh, okay. Obviously, they paid $10 million to Chris Wallace to go from Fox to CNN Plus. Yeah. And they only had 10,000 subscribers. And I, I think they, they spent, I'm, I'm hearing tens of millions of dollars on it. And they're shutting it down. Give us all the details if you don't mind. This is from CNN Business. CNN Plus, the streaming service that was hyped as one of the most significant developments in the history of CNN, will shut down on April 30th, just one month after it launched. CNN Plus customers will receive prorated refunds of subscription fees, the company said. The decision was made by a new management after CNN's former parent company, Warner Media, merged with Discovery to form Warner Brothers Discovery earlier this month. In a complex streaming market, consumers want simplicity and an all-in service, which provides a better experience and more value than standalone offerings. And for the company, a more sustainable business model to drive out future investments in great journalism and storytelling. Discovery streaming boss, J.B. Perrette, said in a statement, We have very exciting opportunities ahead in the streaming space in CNN. One of the world's premier reputational assets will play an important role there, Perrette added. A Perrette and incoming CNN CEO, Chris Licht, notified staters, staffers, of the decision in a meeting on Thursday afternoon. Uh, Licht bluntly told employees it was a uniquely bleep situation. Hundreds of CNN Plus staffers may lose their jobs. Elect said in an internal memo that all CNN Plus employees will continue to be paid and receive benefits for the next 90 days to explore opportunities at CNN, CNN Digital, and elsewhere in the Warner Brothers Discovery family. It was a bleep situation? Yes. Beginning with does, S. Does it say the actual word in the story? It or does, not? yeah. S. Really? Start with an F? S. Oh, an S. Is there a Y at the end? There is, yes. Ah, ah now no, another word. Uniquely bleepy situation, yeah. <laughs> it's a bleepy situation. It's a bleepy situation. It's going to be a bleepy show today, let me tell you that. No, mm. no, it's going to be a good show today. It's going to be a good show today. All right, so I, I got wind of that news, and I immediately started to try to find what I could do a parody on for this. And I just, I, I'm telling you, I don't know. Again, I'm in sort of a, a fog, a stupor from being with the throat and, um, and the headache most of the day. So I'm not sure. This could be really good. This could be really bad. This could be right down the middle. I really, I, honestly, I don't know. All right. I got my picture, so I'm ready. So I'll be getting well, the well, thank God. Yes, I wouldn't play it if you weren't ready. 
<laughs> if you weren't ready, I wasn't going to do it. Okay, I'm ready. Ready. Come on, man. Are, are you sure? Yeah, got it. Got it. I think I just called this CNN Plus. I think I just called this CNN Plus. Now, I wonder if you can tell which song I based this on. CNN Plus? Well, that's what I'm calling it. No, no, no. You, you don't know yet when I play this song. Oh. I think somebody your age, somebody my age, maybe Polo's age, I think they will know right away from the music mm-hmm. which song it is. Mm, okay. But other, like Sam might not have any clue what this song is. Okay. I hope you didn't ruin one of my favorites, but. It's from the 70s. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. Ready as And again, I'm not really sure about this one. But the PAGS parody, CNN Plus. It's so hokey. <laughs> you know the song? Oh, I do. Of course. Their ratings were down in the dumps. Exactly. Took a turn with the departure of Donald Trump. So in their wisdom, they thought this was a smart move. We need another CNN one that's not on the tube. Come on, man. Man, they have no clue. Everybody. Whoa, CNN Plus lasted for about a month. 30 whole days. What a bad hush. They barely got off the ground for they fell from grace. They had no pace. Lost a news race, had egg on their face. CNN Plus was a dumb idea thought up by someone who's crazed. Come on, Carrie, we're bringing it. Hmm, okay. <laughs> Come on. Chris Wallace left Fox News with glee. He'd be the face of this channel, you see. Said Fox was starting to question the uh, truth. He left to go to CNN Plus. Man, he has no coup. The new job was a ruse. Everybody. Whoa, Wallace left for 10 mil and is out of work. Looks like a big jerk. Wiped off his big smirk. Chris will still get paid after this egg he laid. He left on terms bad, gave up what he had. I hope Rose not too mad. Now that CNN Plus fell fast and made a big old splat. Here you go, a little CNN Plus for you. Come on. I'm telling you, crack myself up just listening to it. It's so stupid. <laughs> wow. Well, okay, come on, Carrie. It's kind of fun, wasn't it? Um, yeah, sure. Yeah. What do you mean, yeah, sure, yeah? I looked I over. Mean, you were bopping along. You, you were smiling. I don't think I was bopping along. And I was you were bopping. You were chair dancing. But, mm, I was not chair dancing. Um, I thought I'm, I brought it. I thought, listen, I'm sure? I'm, if you're sick, you're out two weeks. I'm sick. I'm here working, <laughs> and I'm bringing it for the people. That's true. And I'm sure the people are going to love it. I'm sure. Well, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, we'll ask the people if they love it or not. Mm-hmm. Sam, do you have any clue what song that was based on? I have no idea, but I <laughs> loved it. Well, I appreciate you loving it. Paul, you, you know what song it was based on, right? Uh, that Tie a Yellow Ribbon song. There you go. Tie a Yellow mm-hmm. Ribbon song. That's what it's called. Tie a Yellow Ribbon song. So now, the part that made me laugh is where I've, it's me in the background singing the words over again, like yeah. like I'm 
I'm like, I'm freaking Dawn. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's Joey Pags and Dawn. Mm. I'm telling you, I brought it. Come on. Come on. Chris Wallace, he's a big jerk. Lost uh, yeah, his smirk. Yeah, I got all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lost his smirk. Come on, man. Yeah. I thought I'm I brought sure it. I'm sure people are going to love it. We'll see. 888-941-PAGS. 888-941-7247. JoePags.com. Your thoughts about this. Uh, listen, I feel bad for those who are good people who are out of a job. Those who are all, you know, uh, snarky and surly and, and arrogant talking about how great this is going to be the, the next wave. This is the wave of the future. Just like you read in the story. The wave of the future for CNN is weeks. CNN Plus. 10,000 mm. people out of 7 billion on the planet ordered this premium service, and they've got, to, they've got to prorate the money that they paid just to make sure people don't get screwed. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pags Show. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. Hi, great to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, 11 or 12 minutes away from Adam Carolla. Make sure you stick around for that. My pleasure to hang out with Adam Carolla for a while. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, it, just, just hanging out with him was just cool because the guy has done just about everything. He's done acting, he's done comedy, he's done podcasting, he's done radio, he's done it all. And he, he keeps his very, very even keel about it all. I actually try to compliment him. He's like, nah, I don't really think about it that way. It's very interesting having the conversation with him. So make sure you stick around for that. We'll start that at the bottom of this hour, and uh, we'll continue it tomorrow. Make sure you stick around for that. It's a dangerous world out there. The Ukraine war, we're all watching very closely. China threatening Taiwan. North Korea firing missiles. Iran is close to a nuclear bomb. Now Grant Stinchfield is asking if Joe Biden is putting America in real danger. All this week, watch Stinchfield's special on Newsmax. Dangerous Joe at all uh, looks at how Joe Biden's decisions are really hurting all of us here in America. Stinchfield uh, speaks to top military experts. Some even warn of a surprise attack. And Stinchfield looks at the Trump factor in all of it. Watch Dangerous Joe on Stinchfield, 8 p.m. Eastern tonight on Newsmax, America's fastest-growing cable news channel. 20 million Americans watch it all the time. I do as well. Get Newsmax on major cable and streaming platforms or download the free Newsmax app on your iPhone or Android to watch right now. I downloaded the app, I think, six years ago. I've used it all the time, whether I'm flying around, on the treadmill, even just in the office when I, when I can't get to, to Newsmax on television or, or on the computer. Look at it right on your iPhone or on your, on your Android, and it's all right there. Make, make the switch to Newsmax. Check out Stinkfield tonight. Make the switch as well. All right, let me go to the phone lines. I appreciate you taking the time. Um, by the way, I'm getting all sorts of love on the, on the Twitters. But, Carrie, see, here, here's what bothers me. Mm, Not about the parodies. Oh. I posted the video of Fauci talking about AIDS three or four or five times. 
And in the early 1980s, Fauci got it wrong. He said that if you're living in the same place as somebody who's infected, you can get infected by casual contact, not necessarily intimate contact, which is untrue. He scared the hell out of everybody on the planet because of how wrong he got AIDS. So I said this in one of my videos earlier today that he got AIDS wrong, he got masks wrong, he got he got the shots wrong. And some guy says, well, help me out here. I can't find where he got AIDS wrong. Let me ask you this. Do I have to go back and prove to everybody that what I say is, is true? Yeah, sometimes you do. That's what they need. Yeah, but, but if I show you this guy the video, to, which but... I will, mm-hmm. because all he has to do is go back through my videos. If I show this guy the video, and, and I'll find it, and I'll show it to him, what do I gain out of that? He's going to say, oh, okay. Nothing. You know what I mean? Don't gain anything out of it. I'm not educating the masses. How hard would it be? He's got the internet. How hard would it be for him to go and find out Fauci and AIDS? Put in Fauci and AIDS in Google That's and see what comes up. That's too much work for most people. You need to Google it. You need to find it. Send it to them, and then they'll watch it. If I say it, I somehow now have to prove it. Yeah. No, nobody on the left has to prove anything. I have to prove everything. Yeah. It's very, very strange to me. It truly is. Um, uh, uh, Brad agrees with uh, with me that it was a great song. Your boy Brad. Mm. Um, Dave, great song. Loved it. Was laughing my butt off. Uh, and we've got people on the line. Let's see. What, Carrie, maybe you're right about this one. It's sort of, eh. Because you weren't very excited about it. Not very enthused it, about it. It wasn't my favorite. but Your yeah. favorite is the one that you suggested a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. That is one of my all-time favorites. So so start suggesting more, and you'll have more favorites. Mm. By the way, somebody in the chat room said I should move your song to Friday. No, why? Because it's always it's always a it's a, it's a guessing game. It's hit and miss whether you'll be here on Fridays. Now I haven't missed a Friday in a very long time. Mm, oh, so tomorrow's Friday. You'll be here. Well, no, I will not oh. be here tomorrow. Oh, okay. But Just any wondering. other time, any other Friday, I've been mm-hmm. here. Yeah, mm-hmm. five days mm-hmm. a week. Five days a week. We went through last year's Fridays. You were, you were here on three Fridays last year. <laughs> well, maybe not during football. Yeah. <laughs> I was just saying. Yeah. We go to Brian in Florida. Brian, what do you think? Hi. Oh, my goodness. That was funny. And um, sorry, Carrie, you just got messed up there. But wow. um, I, 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 that was rude. <laughs> it's stuff Hang like up on this, him. So I'm not mad at you. I, <laughs> I'm going to let Brian go. I don't know what the hell Brian did. Sam, do you know what the hell Brian's talking about? Um, he just said that he really liked the song, so I don't know Good. where he went with that. Okay, because then he started laughing, and then he was like wheezing. I felt for the guy. Uh, Brian, we love you in Florida. Yeah. Jody, Las Vegas, talk to me. How we doing, Joe? Living the dream, man. Talk to me. All right. Been listening for a couple years now. Heard most of your parody songs, right. and that one definitely fit the definition of a song. It had words and music. <laughs> and I'm going to leave it at that. All right. Thank you, Jody. I appreciate this. I'm going I'm to put that in the... the I'm going to put that into the, the I loved it category. I, I think that's think where that should. one goes. I really think so. I think so. He said it's a no. song. It's got music. It's got words. But he Boom. didn't say it was great or good or okay. He, I, so I felt a smile I'm in his voice as he no. spoke. He wasn't like, it's a song. He was like, hey, it's a song. You know, hey, it's great. <laughs> uh, Mike, North Carolina, talk to me. Hi. Yes, sir. I love the... Of course you did. I don't like Chris Wallace. Uh, he claims to be a journalist. Right. And he just... I mean, I, he was so excited about going and starting a new thing, and I'm glad he got what he deserved. There you and go. The parody was out there. I'm going to save it on every... I'm going I'm to share it on all my platforms. Bam. Well, listen, I, I could not agree with Mike Moore. It was excellent. It was unbelievable. It was the best ever in the world. No, I think you're putting what? words into Mike's mouth because he didn't say that. The previous guy said, hey, it's a song. This guy said <laughs> it's, it's a song words. we're going to share, <laughs> share everywhere. <laughs> uh, Bob is in North Dakota. Bob, what's going on? Hi. 
How you doing, sir? Living the dream, man. I'm, Talk to me. I'm driving across the state of North Dakota at 80 miles an hour, and your song was making me tap on the gas pedal, making me go faster. Yes. I, I'm here to help you speed down the road in North Dakota. So you liked it, all right? <laughs> I loved it. I was in the uh, uh, military in the 70s, and so it brought me back to home. There's only one thing that could have made the song better. Yes. Is if you'd have had that chocolatey, silky, smooth voice of Carrie singing as Selma as Dawn. Wow. Well, we're just going to go ahead and uh, <laughs> say thanks for the call. <laughs> what a oh, suck call. Nice. Yeah. Slow it down in North Dakota. What's the matter with you? That would have been better. You call the North Dakota there. State Police and have the guy <laughs> tracked down. What a, what a great call until that happened. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. We've got Adam Carolla coming up after the bottom of the hour. Carrie, you know you like this song. You were like that. No, you I wasn't were like doing dancing that. I wasn't dancing or cheer dancing. Pretty sure you were. Right? Pretty sure you like were. That. We've got videotape up. We'll play the videotape back okay, a little later on in the program. Okay. All right, uh, when we come back, Adam Carolla, part one, great conversation. Don't go anywhere. Stay here. Joe Pags. Thanks a lot for stopping by. I appreciate you taking the time. Really just thrilled, and it's a privilege to have this guy on, a guy I've been following for a long time. I'm a big fan of Adam Carolla. Adam, how are you? Good to see you. I'm well. Thanks for having me. You are well. You know, I see you show up on, on shows all the time, and you're a guy who's just, you're sticking with what you believe. You're a guy who's not going to take any garbage. You're going to do good comedy. You're going to write great books. You're going to do great shows. And you really don't care what the wokeism around is that's around you. How is it that you've got such a backbone that you haven't given in? So many people around us have given in. I, I don't look at it as a choice, you know, um, I believe what I believe. I say what I believe. That's my job. I I do comedy. I do commentary. Um, my thoughts are my thoughts and they're they're not really open to negotiation. So it's not really a backbone or an intestinal fortitude. It's just, this is what I think. I share what I think. I've always been that way. That's my job and I'm, I'm sticking to it. We, of course, loved you on uh, Love Line and the Man Show. Um, you, still live, you still live in California, right? Yes. Hey, California is such a, a, for me, it's a quandary. I've been there several times. I love it geographically, maybe the most beautiful state that we've got in the country. The people there seem very nice. You're overtaxed, overregulated, and got a bunch of idiots running the joint. So how do, you, how do you find yourself staying there knowing that you're overtaxed, you're treated like garbage because you're not afraid to have free speech? Um, is it just that you're, you've been there forever and why let them push you out? Is there some other reason? Well, I have been here for forever. It's I born and bred here. If you want to call it bread, I was really just born. <laughs> there wasn't a lot of breeding What does that mean to be bred, on. right? <laughs> I don't know. My family didn't certainly didn't engage in breeding, but gotcha. I was born. And, uh, you know, now... My kids are here and they're in high school and they're twins and I can't really go anywhere until after they graduate high school. But as soon as they do, I'll be uh, attending their graduation in a U-Haul. 
I got you. Yeah, I live in Texas. We're much freer here, lower taxed here. Of course, a lot of people moving to Florida. It's Adam Carolla. Make sure you go and check out his website, adamcarolla.com. He's also got a new book coming out. Everything reminds me of something. It's available July 19th at adamcarolla.com. Go there. Special series of, uh, of comedy. It's their comedy specials called Truth Yeller. Check that out as well. Adam, I don't think you get enough credit for being in the forefront and being a pioneer of something that I do now every day. I'm on 165 stations, and that's cool to be on terrestrial radio, but I live stream my show as well on Twitch. And I remember being on something called Justin TV. And correct me if I'm wrong, I thought you were on there too. It might have been livestream.com. But Justin TV, I was on there and I had 14 people watching me do my show. And I flipped around to see what other shows were on there. And you were doing a show where you had thousands of people in the, in the very forefront of, of this technology. Nobody knew to watch radio on, on a screen. How did you get into that? And, and do you get enough credit, do you think, for that? I don't really ever think in terms of get enough credit for this or that. Sometimes people say to me, oh, this whole, you know, podcast thing, you're at the forefront of that and you should get credit for X, Y, and Z. And, and I have been given credit by your, your Tucker Carlson's or your Joe Rogan's yeah. or, or people like that, which is flattering to me. Uh, but I've, I've never really thought in terms of, credit or being ahead of or any of that. I just had stuff I wanted to do, stuff I wanted to say, so I did it and I said it. And that that's about it. I, I don't spend much time thinking about what my legacy is or right. who else benefited from something I did, you know, many years ago or any of that. I just get, you know, I show up, I talk, I go home. You don't appear to be a guy who would pat yourself on the back and that's not really what I mean. What made you think you could do it? Nobody else had done it, and if it if it wasn't, I don't think I don't think Rush had a ditto cam yet. Um, you were the guy who was, and you were bringing in thousands of eyeballs, which blew me away because I was really happy with fourteen people. Um, what made you think you could do it? Uh, that you were not encapsulated into this is what a podcast looks like, this is what a radio show looks like. Don't dare try something different. I never think in terms of I can do it or I can't do it. I just think in terms of do I want to do something or don't I want to do something. And I want to do most things, so I do them. And then however it works out is however it works out. I'm very philosophical about it. I, I don't have a big game plan. I don't map things out. I just sort of show up and do what feels organically natural to me. Well, I'll say it for myself, and again, I'm somebody who's got a, a pretty big audience. Thank you for doing it. It showed a guy like me that it was available, and, and if you gave some work to it, if you tried really hard, you could succeed at it. So I appreciate that you did that. Uh, a g- great comedian, uh, somebody you can go, go get his book. Uh, pre-order. I guess the pre-order is ready. Everything reminds me of something available in July. Go to dailywire.com slash Adam to get a special deal on his, uh, on his uh, comedy specials, Truth Yeller. When, when Roseanne Barr said what she said about Valerie Jarrett. Roseanne has been on my show. I know Roseanne. She likes me. I like her. I sent her a direct message, and and I just said one simple thing. Did you know that she was black? Because she was accused of being a racist over that thing and has lost her career, the characters that she started, the show that she started, because of one freaking tweet, Adam. And she said, of course I didn't know she was black. And most people didn't know that Valerie Jarrett was black. Should Roseanne have said that? Who knows? But if you go back 20, 30, 40 years, Richard Pryor couldn't have had a career. George Carlin couldn't have had a career. When you do comedy in this woke day and age, how cognizant do you have to be of every single thought or word that runs through your mind or comes out your mouth? I mean, it's a very different thing now, isn't it? Well, I think you have to be very cognizant of it if you have a parent company like Disney or NBC 
or even if you're thinking about Netflix or one of these bigger, woker corporations. Uh, but if you're not under their awning, like myself, then I don't have to think about anything I, I say. I just say what I want to say, which is the plan. Now, it'd be nice if some of my documentaries made it into Sundance or Tribeca or right. I got a Netflix special. That would all be good. But then what's the price? And the price would be sort of curtailing your opinions or stifling yourself and your thoughts and your expressions. And that's not an option for me. So it is what it is. You have to learn to exist in a, in a different universe, a different realm that is outside of what the mainstream might be for a comedian. And that's growing. I mean, you've got people like Kevin Sorbo making independent films, and he's still working. Um, Christy Swanson, the same thing. And we can go down the list. Uh, Nick Searcy. So, so you were you confident enough that you had a already made audience that you built over the decades that even with wokeism facing you, you could do it independently on your own, and people would still come. Well, I hate to keep circling back, but I was not confident about anything, okay. uh, nor was I nervous about anything. It's I say what I say that, that <laughs> those are the rules. I, whatever happens after that, it's not really up to me. So because that's out of my control and I can only control what I say, then I focus my time and effort on what I can say. And then I say it, the rest is up to the universe. It's, it's a great way. To, it's a great perspective. Adam, you and I don't know each other. We just met each other. And I, again, I appreciate you coming on, but I'm learning so much that you do it because you want to do it. You live in the moment. And if that moment worked, maybe we'll try it again next time. You really don't overthink what might've been, what could happen, what might happen. You sort of analyze it afterwards, but when you're in the moment, you're not thinking beyond what you're doing right now. Yes, that is, that is correct. I, I've never been a shaper of my career. I've never really been a, you know, what is my persona? What do the people think of my persona? Who am I versus who do they think I am versus what do I get them to think I am? Uh, who I am is exactly who I am. If you listen to me, then you know me, there is no real me or different version of me. You appear to be the same guy, so I, I can vouch for that. Everything Reminds Me of Something is the book coming out July 19th, available at adamcarolla.com. Uh, go to dailywire.com slash adam to get a special deal on his comedy specials, Truth Yeller. Uh, why exactly is Gavin Newsom still the, the governor, and why, why did I hear just yesterday some analysts saying he's probably going to win again in the re-election campaign? Is it because he's good-looking? Is it because he's smooth? The, the guy is horrible for your state. He blows billions of dollars to help the homeless by not helping the homeless. And, and he's it's one of the most restrictive states in the country. Why is he the guy? Is there a reason? Yeah, I would say my mom. Okay. Um, my mom is in her late 80s. She's been in California for a, a billion years. And when uh, Larry Elder was running against Newsom in the recall, I think it came up when I was speaking to her and she just basically said, I don't know who Larry Elder is, but I'm playing it safe and I vote Democratic. Wow. People in California just vote Democratic. They really don't care what the outcome is or what the consequences are. It's really a kind of a narcissism. They can't be swayed by the facts. They can't be swayed by, oh, you know, overregulation or taxes or homeless issues or and the, the one no one really brings up when they talk about the homeless issue is just garbage everywhere, just junk everywhere, strewn everywhere. 
These people are all environmentalists, but they have no thoughts on just a damnation alley of junk strewn everywhere on every street in the L.A. River, wherever there's, you know, kids toys and plywood and blue vinyl tarps everywhere. It's it, it is an S show here and they don't care. They just vote Democrat because they're narcissists, quite, quite frankly, and they can't admit they were wrong. And what we're allowed to see around the country is nothing near what you just explained, but what we're allowed to see is really, really bad already. In San Francisco, I'm stunned they're giving out poop maps. Here's where you can avoid the human feces in the roads and on the sidewalks, and they think that's somehow some place of normalcy. Is there a breaking point in your mind? And let me give you an example. Rudy Giuliani, a Republican, won in New York City. George Pataki, a Republican, won in New York State because crime was so bad, something had to change. People weren't safe anymore. People were dying going to the grocery store simply because criminals were everywhere and nobody was doing anything about it. And the mafia was overrunning the city and had been for generations. The New Yorkers, who are very blue and very narcissistic and very Democrat, said, okay, safety and security may be more important than, than just voting the way I feel like voting. Is there, a, is there something that can happen in California that would make that state do the same thing? Yeah, uh, it's called bottoming out, and we're getting very close to bottoming out, but we're not quite bottomed out yet, and these people are such ill-informed idiots that they have to wait until the state bottoms out before they change their voting patterns. Now, what I've said all the time, which is, why do we have to wait until the state bottoms out? We see what direction it's going. Okay, we have three more years before we bottom out. It'd be like... If you had a child and the child lived with you at home and the child was addicted to fentanyl, do you have to wait until the kid flatlines? Do you have to wait until the kid ODs or can you just see where this is going and get the kid some help? Try to change direction. Well, it's common sense and smart, but what do you do to break through the night? Listen, when I was in L.A., I watched television news. This was 15 years ago. The lead story every night was some Hollywood star ate somewhere. It was very, very strange to me, or the helicopter was flying over some crime or or, uh, a traffic stop. Um, For me, it it seemed like the fantasy land that people say it is, they didn't seem to really understand the issues that were going on. You and I know that Gavin Newsom has wasted 12 or $13 billion to solve homelessness, and out of the entire time, more homeless have shown up, more drug dealers have come in and made them mules. More people are shooting up on the sidewalk and ODing on fentanyl in front of the, the sushi lounge. So, I mean, we're not bottomed out yet. How, how much worse can it get? Uh, well, we're going to find out. I mean, I Sadly. saw which way this thing was going a decade ago. And, of course, you know, we had not bottomed out yet. Um, there is, like I said, and, and there's also, I'll, I'll tell you another thing that has been, you know, pretty successful The Democrats have convinced the populace at large that Republicans are bad people. Forget about policy. They're bad. You know, so they focus a lot on, you know, they don't like women. They don't like women's reproductive rights. They don't like blacks. They don't like Hispanic. They don't like gay. You know, they're mean. They're mean people. And most people in California, when given a choice between voting for someone with bad policy versus voting for someone who's mean, take the bad policy over the mean. So what's been sold is mean, not we disagree with the policy. The left never talks about the other side's policy. They just go, they have no policy. Their policy is greed and they're mean and they hate kids and they hate people of color. And so people like my mom go, well, 
I don't necessarily agree with Gavin Newsom's homeless policy, but he's not mean. And, and, they and, vote that way. and Larry Elder is mean, who, by the way, was the black face of white supremacy in America. That's how stupid it is. But again, a lot of people ingest the media and just believe it. That's it for part one of my special interview with Adam Carolla. Part two tomorrow on the Joe Pag Show. Stay right here. Don't be an A-dub. Stay with the Joe Pag Show. Glad to have you. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Lots going on. Lots to get to. Lots to talk about. Great to have Adam Carolla on. I'll give you a little inside baseball after we're uh, done with our sponsor here. Interesting talking to Adam Carolla. We, we'd been setting it up for a while, and I was glad to have the opportunity. We ended up going a good 30 minutes with him, so we'll have another 15 minutes or so tomorrow. Very interesting stuff. Let me, in the meantime, tell you about Super Beats. Tastes great. The Super Beats soft chews. They're really amazing. Actually, they're calling them the heart chews now. Non-GMO Beats combined with grapeseed extract, have an incredible taste. You're going to love the way these taste, and they're very helpful in supporting your blood pressure, your blood flow, your circulation, your heart health. See, there's a, a miracle molecule called nitric oxide that helps to regulate that, that energy-giving blood flow in, in your body. When you get older, you make less of this. We naturally make it. We make less of this. Super Beats Heart Chews help you to make more of this. And instead of all that caffeine or maybe a sugary drink, to, to give you that very short-lasting temporary boost, you get this that's going to help you out throughout the entire day. If you haven't tried it yet, I want you to try Super Beats. Here's what you do. Go to the website they made just for my listeners. You go to joelovesbeats.com. You can save up to 45% off. Free shipping as well. It's their best offer available anywhere. joelovesbeats.com, up to 45% off at J-O-E-L-O-V-E-S-B-E-E-T-S.com. Go there right now. Adam Carolla is exactly who you think he is. He just is. I mean, Carrie, that's the guy. Yeah, that's what he said. You don't have a different guy on the man show, different guy on Loveline, different guy, you know, on Hannity talking about stuff. He just was who he was. I don't normally do much of a pre-interview, maybe a chat for a couple of minutes. I don't ever say, I'm going to ask you this question. I don't do that. I want it to be spontaneous. And I didn't realize that he was going to be so humble as to not take any credit for the things that I was asking him. I was like, you know, you did this live stream thing, and you did this thing with comedy, and you did this thing, a love line on television, and, and he was like, yeah, I don't really think about it that way. He really is a guy who he appears to live in the moment, and when you're interviewing somebody like that, because people are so self-aggrandizing, mm-hmm. when you interview somebody, they want to push their book. Like I say in my book, blah, blah, blah. He didn't do any of that. And, and like I say in my podcast, he didn't do any of that. I was doing that. I was promoting and advertising his stuff. He just seemed to be a dude who was a regular guy who wanted to sit around and talk about stuff. And I felt like when he broke out of that sort of, not really a shell, but when he broke out of that, you know, we're just sitting around chatting and we're really on television and radio now, is when he said his mom was to blame for what's wrong with California. And I went, well, wait a second. You know, I found it to be so interesting. I said, why is Gavin Newsom the guy? He said, well, it's my mom. And it just made me laugh, and then the conversation got even more comfortable after that. But um, yeah, he's just—he's a good guy who just wants to do well right now. He's not—I—I I, I take him at his word that he's not sitting around the house going, "All right, in three years, I'd like to this." 
You know what I mean? Yeah, he doesn't seem to have an agenda. I mean, right. isn't that refreshing? I like that. Well, his agen- well, he does have an agenda, and the agenda is well, to not have an agenda. Okay, yeah. So uh, what you're saying is that. right. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I mean, his his agenda is not to pre-plan it, not to worry about the woke yeah. crowd, not to worry about cancel culture. I, here's who I am. I present you Adam Carolla, and if you like it, I'll do well. If you don't, I won't. I'll go flip burgers. Uh, it was really cool. So tomorrow, part two of the in the finale of that series with Adam Carolla, later on in this program, Laura Logan. This is the Joe Pike Show.